Hey you guys, I'm bringing you another podcast. Um, I wanted to share something with you guys. Um, I have been reading this book off and on. It's called um, Discerning the Voice of God. How to Recognize When God is Speaking by, I think her name is Priscilla Shire. Um, she did the movie called War Room, I believe that's what it's called. A while back and um, I actually found a book when I was trying to find some other book to read tonight to kind of clear my mind Um, but one of the things that pointed out to me while I was flipping through here and uh, I wanted to share with you was uh, a little passage and it reads All human beings, saved or not, are composed of three parts, body, soul, and spirit. Your body is the material part of you and the part that ages and wears out over time. Your hands and your feet, skin and bones, the various organs that transfer blood, that transfers blood and nerve signals and regulates all your physical uh, systems. Your soul consists of your mind, will, and emotions. Those elements that make you a unique individual with a distinct personality. Your ambitions, inner uniqueness, and social tendencies. Each of these traits that others can readily recognize about you comes from your soul. Also immense in this area of your makeup is your conscience. It is the moral regulator of the soul and is innate to every human being. It is what gives you the sense of right and wrong and communicates information that affects your thoughts and desires and feelings about certain decisions, things to avoid, and activities to steer clear of. Your spirit is the true essence of who you are. More than just your visible identity or personality, Your spirit is the part of you that longs for connection with a higher spiritual being. The hunger for God and in greatness that innates in every person, the human spirit, is what sets us apart from all other components of his creation. We know that there is no real satisfaction, no real rest except in Christ himself. God made us with a God-shaped vacuum, and nothing will ever fill that vacuum except God. Elizabeth Elliot has said, and many others have expressed this sentiment. So, according to her, you have the body, the soul, and the spirit. And I, I, I truly do believe that. It's or you can do it as the was it the mind, body, and soul um, that I, I teach my my groups, and I honestly believe that the mind, body, and soul you can't have one without the other two, and when they are all aligned with each other, then it I I believe that things come together. So if for instance. If you have anxiety, I'll just use myself as an example. I have anxiety and 
my body <laughs> from my anxiety. I get no rest, therefore my body is lacking rest. And so is my spirit because I'm not consciously there to give my all to all three because I'm lacking rest from mental health. And because of mental health and I worry a lot, I'm not relying on my faith, which is my spirit. So when all of those three are lacking, then there's something missing that I need to regenerate to get to all three of those, if I'm making sense. It makes sense in my head, so we'll just go with it. So according to her, she says, everyone starts out with these. But before salvation, all three of these components lavish in a unregenerated state, stubborn, resistant, separated from God, dead or dying. The minute we invite him in, however, we are in Christ, in quotation marks, and have become a new creature, in quotation marks. In quotation marks, Second Corinthians five seventeen, our spirits are no longer separated from God, but are reborn, recreated, and regenerated. We can now connect with Him and hear His voice, something that we could never hope to do before. We become utterly transformed now and forever. So, according to her, you have the body. You have the soul and the spirit. Within the soul, you have the mind, the will, emotions, and the conscience. All right, which illuminates the spirit and the body and the soul. And she goes on to say, I think it's probably like the last part that I would read. But wait, it gets better. At this point, the Holy Spirit immediately begins the process of renewing us from the inside out. Remember I said the spirit? First, our soul and ultimately our body. We call this process sanctification from his new position from within our transformed spirit and the indwelling Holy Spirit starts to reform and reprogram everything about us until our attitudes, our emotions, our ambitions, and utterly I don't know where I was. I'm sorry. My phone, uh, started ringing all right so i guess we'll start from the other line it says his new position within our transformed spirit the indwelling holy spirit starts to reform and reprogram everything about us until our attitudes our emotions our ambitions and ultimately our whole personality and our actions begin looking and sounding like a redeemed saint of god which we are to the glory of his great name. And then she has a, a whole diagram of the body, the soul, and the spirit. And then she goes on to say, So why the anatomy lesson here? Because understanding this incredible interchange of events in your life changes everything about the way you hear his voice. Romans 8, 8 through 9. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. However, you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the, the spirit of God dwells in you. So, in other words, God will transform your, your spirits and your soul and your body. 
when you start to change <laughs> or the Holy Spirit starts to change or reprogram yourself, your attitudes and your emotions, your ambitions. And it's all about changing mindset, which is something that I have been trying to work on, trying to stay positive. And it's truly, 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 truly hard. But I believe with with Christ and with my willpower, I'll be able to to do that. So I just thought I would share that with you guys. Um, nothing too, too long. I hope everybody have a good night. Bye.